I'm going to read again. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1 on verse. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long lives and peace will they add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. The very important scripture that God is bringing before us. If we want to have divine favor, divine favor consists of favor with God and man. If we want to have divine favor, God's favor, wherever we go, if we want to have God's favor in everything we do, if we want to have God's favor upon our lives, we must do certain things. We need God in our lives. In order to have God's favor, we must have God in our lives. If we want to have God's favor, we need to make sure we do what God has told us to do. So as we look at verse 1, verse 2, verse 3, we see here there are certain things that the Spirit of God says in His Word for us to take to our hearts and just do it. God says, you need to remember God's word. Not be forgetful hearers, but we need to remember and be doers of his word. That's what keeping the word of God is. You need to remember to keep it. You need to remember to do it. You need to not forget his word. Need to give priority to God's word in order to do it. You need to remember to do it. When you do that, God says, God will give you long life. That long life is understood as healthy long life. God says, God will prosper your body. Physical prosperity comes from keeping the word of God. Your word keeps me alive. Your word brings healing to my mind. Your word it heals my body. Your word is all I need. Oh, by your word I live. Oh, by your word I live. Your word is all I need. Your word is all I need. God says here in his word, you want to be healthy? You want to be physically well and not have premature death? You want to be healthy? You want to be made whole? Give priority to God's word. Remember to obey God's word. Don't simply say, well, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. God says, take care. If you say you're forgetting, write it down. Put it in front of you. Do whatever you need to do in order to keep your Keep the word of God. For, oh, by your word I live. Oh, by your word I live. 
Your word is all I need. Your word is all I need. Your word is all I need. Hallelujah. Your word is all I need because His word nourishes our bodies. His word sustains us. His word flourishes our bodies. His word imparts strength into our bodies. And God says, take care. Remember. Remember to be a doer of His word. Whatever God is speaking, whatever God is saying, write it down. Don't forget it. Why? Because this word of God will help you to live healthy and live long. This word of God will bless your body. This word of God will strengthen your body. Doing God's word, becoming a doer of God's word will bless your body. Physically, God will bless you. What else? And peace, they will add to you. Who would not want that? A lot of people... Who live long, but they're miserable. They wish that they would be dead, not knowing what happens after they die. It's far worse if they don't have Jesus. But God's word promises us this. God, through his word, he's promising us this. He says, you put God first. You make sure you honor the word of God and be a doer of God's word. That means you really, really become a diligent student of God's word. And be a doer of God's word. Everything that God speaks, you take it and you give priority to it. And you become a doer of God's word, God says. God will give you healthy, long life with abundant peace. You'll have God's peace and you'll have a healthy, long life. And God says here, let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck and write them on the tablet of your heart. See, health is important. Peace is very important. Length of days is very important. God says another important piece to it. In order for us to have favor with God and man, you need to have mercy. Mercy and truth are very important if you want God's mercy in your life. Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. It's important to show God's grace and mercy to those around you at the same time. Not compromise the truth of God. If you compromise God's truth and say, oh, I want to show God's love. So I'm going to put truth away. Then you're going to be like a one-winged bird. It's not going to fly. A word with a broken wing. It's very pathetic. It's not going to fly. It's a deception where we think that, oh, love, 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 void of truth. We need to have God's truth. And God's mercy. If you just say truth, truth, truth. And go with a hammer hammering everybody on their heads. Then you'll be like a bird with a broken wing. God says, God's mercy and God's truth. 
spot should be there. With what measure you measure, the same will be measured back to you. However you judge another person, God says you'll be judged exactly according to that. God won't show mercy for you if you don't show mercy for someone else. At the same time, when you see sin, when you see things going wrong, don't look the other way, saying, that, well, I don't want to confront him. I don't want to get into, get into these things, and it's uncomfortable for me, so I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to turn the other way and pretend like it's not happening. That'll be a problem, too. True love will have truth. So God says here, mercy and truth should be around your neck. It's very important. What is the meaning of binding them around your neck? What is it? It's not for you to see. It's for others to see. Let it be as an ornament around you. When people look at you, they should see this is a person full of truth. God's truth. When people look at you, they should see this is a person full of God's mercy. Isn't our God this way? He is the God of truth and he's the God of love. God expects us to be the same way. When people look at you, they should see God's truth in you and God's mercy coming from you. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. When God looks at you, God should see this ornament on your neck. It's so important to you. You should see mercy and truth on you. God says, write this. Write this thing. Write this. It's so important. Let it be written on your heart. Out of the abundance of a person's heart, the mouth will speak. How are your words? How are your actions? How do you live? Is mercy and truth coming out of you? When you speak the truth, is it coming out with God's love? When you show love, does it contain God's truth? God is speaking at this hour. Is it written on the tablet of your heart? Are you making sure that it's there? You want it outside so others can see. You also want it inside so that you have it. You need to know what you have inside of you. Because what's inside of you, only you know. Besides God and Satan. So you need to write it on the tablets of your heart. Who should do it? You should do it. It's an instruction to you. Write it on the tablet of your heart. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Do it. Be a diligent student of God's word, which means one who cares to know what God's word says and do it. Do it. Write it on the tablet of your heart. It's so important. Write it. Write it. Tell the Lord, Lord, make this a reality in my life. This is the reason why we pray after every message. We taught this church is taught to pray. This word should go inside. This word should go inside. As the Spirit of the Lord is writing, I have to make sure that I write it along with the Spirit of God. That means my will should mix with the will of the Spirit of God. When God writes it, 
I don't erase it. I have to write it with him. I have to seal that word by praying, saying, this is important to me, God. This is important to me. This is important to me. Hallelujah. Is it important to you? Is God's word important to you? How important is it to you? What is your priority? How important is God's word to you? How important is what God has spoken to you? How important? How important? How important? The Holy Spirit is asking this question to you. You answer him. You answer yourself. How important? How important? If it is important to you, God says, you will reap the benefits of it. And the Spirit of the Lord says, this is the way. This is the way you will find God's divine favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. John the Baptist was great in the sight of God. God esteemed him greatly. Abel was esteemed, regarded by God Almighty. There are people that God will esteem and there are people that God will despise. Make sure you're on the side where God will esteem you. Where God's favor will be upon you. God's word says, He who honors me, him will my Father honor also. If you honor God, God will honor you. You honor his word, he will honor you. You give value to his word and you give priority to his word and you become a doer of his word. God will say, I honor you. I esteem you. I will have favor on you. And God says, this will be translated in the earthly realm also. Where people who really honor God and honor God's word will be esteemed by man because of God's favor. Because God esteems them. Wherever they go, people will honor them. The honor from God will come to them. God himself will esteem them and God will cause people to esteem them. You know why? Because they're worthy of that honor. They're worthy to be esteemed. Highly esteemed. And wherever they go, God's favor will follow them and overtake them. Why? Because they're people who have given priority to God's word and they're full of God's mercy and God's truth. God is speaking to our hearts today. This promise is not only for the month of December. But it's for our entire life on earth. It's for this side of eternity. And it will carry us into the other side. God is giving us this precious word this morning. On the 1st of December. The last month. And it's 2022. Tell yourself. I'm going to do things differently. I'm going to do things differently. I'm going to be diligent. I'm going to remember 
to do what God has spoken to me. I'm going to remember to obey God. I'm going to remember this is going to be my priority. This is going to be my priority. If you do what God says, then He will have high regard for you. And He will have favor upon you. What will happen if that happens? If God regards a person, if God has high regard for a person, and if God favors upon that person, imagine what will happen. Whatever they do will prosper, in short. Someone. Matthew 6.33 Whatever they do will prosper. God is speaking to hearts today. God is speaking to hearts today. We need to understand the fundamental principles that God has laid in His Word so that it's not a hidden secret but it's something that God reveals to those who are looking for Him so that they can inherit every blessing that God has for them. You want to be highly esteemed in the sight of God? That's the first thing. If that is there, automatically everything else will follow. Do you want to have favor with God? If that is there, automatically favor with man will be there. Automatically. Mordecai had favor with God. So even though Haman hated him, honor came looking for him. Yes, he went through a difficult time. But he was esteemed in the sight of God. So, God made him, just like Joseph, second to the king. That elevation came. But everybody had to bow down to Mordecai. Everybody had to bow down to Joseph. Why? Because Mordecai refused to bow down to Haman. God is speaking in this hour. All those who refuse to bow down to sin. All those who refuse to bow down to sin. All those who refuse to bow down to sin. All those who do not compromise. All those who don't give room to fear of man. But bow down to God Almighty. And refuse to bow down to evil. God says, I'll have regard for those people. I'll have regard for those people. You know why? They are people of faith. You can't refuse to bow down to Haman if you don't have faith in God. Only if you have faith in God will you refuse to bow down to Haman because you know he can't touch you. But if you don't have faith in God then you're going to fear Haman and you're going to bow down to Haman you'll try to play nice. With Haman. Oh, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. He gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. 
Hallelujah. He's the one we need to look to. He's the one we need to listen to. He's the one we need to bow down to. The fear of man bringeth a snare, the Bible says. But the fear of the Lord, it tends to life. He who has it shall abide satisfied and he will not be visited with evil. God's word says. Those who fear men, they put a snare for themselves. But those who don't fear men but fear God, they surround themselves with God's prosperity. They bring prosperity upon their lives. Do you want to have favor from God? Do you want God to highly esteem you? The byproduct of that will be favor with man and honor from man. God is speaking to our hearts of this hour. Those who esteem God's word, those who esteem God, those who esteem God's word, those who esteem God's word, they esteem God. Those who have no time for God's word, they're actually despising God. Those who esteem God's word, esteem God. We can't say, well, I have high regard for God, but no time for God's word. It's a lie. At that point, God will say, oh, you liar. Don't lie to me. If we really have regard for God, we will do His will. We can't say, oh, Lord, I have a lot of regard for you, and disobey Him. God will say, oh, stop lying. We want to be on the right-hand side, where the sheep are, not on the left-hand side, who claim to say, I know God, who claim to say, I'm following, who claim to say that I love Him, I claim to say I have reverence for Him, claim to say I have fear of the Lord, but missing what needs to be there, which is the proof for whatever I claim to say or have or to be. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. Only those who have faith will be able to trust in God with all their hearts. Trusting in the Lord with all our hearts is no worrying. When we trust God with all our hearts, there will be no room for worrying. If we worry and say, I'm trusting in God, then we are lying. It's important. You know, sometimes some people will get medical report the chart will say your cholesterol is high the chart will say your blood sugar level is high but they'll say well it's only 20 more I have borderline it's not high so what they do they eat whatever they want to what are they doing making excuses for their lack of self-control 
Are they being sincere? Are they being true to their bodies? No. No. That's how it is when we say, I trust the Lord, I trust you, Lord, I trust you, Lord. But right after we finish praying, we start worrying. We're not trusting Him at that point. We're not. If the lab report shows something, we need to take that very seriously and modify whatever we need to do so that the next report will give us the results that we need to have, which is within the normal limit. If God's word says that you are not being true, if God's word says that the Spirit of the Lord is exposing, the candle of the Lord comes and He's showing, look, you have a deficiency here. Look, you have a problem here. Look, your soul is suffering here. At that point, we cannot say, well, Lord, I look pretty to me and deceive ourselves. That's spiritual suicide. When the Spirit of the Lord comes in, He does the check. And He says, here, 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 and here. You need to take care of it right now. Those who are wise will say, Lord, I will take care of all these issues so that my soul will prosper and not suffer loss. God is speaking to our hearts in this hour. Faith, true faith in God will have no room for worrying. If you find yourself worrying, you need to go to God. Repent for that and trust God and speak the word of God and shut the door to unbelief and doubt and thereby expelling worry out of your life. Leaning on your own understanding equals unbelief. Because you can't trust God with all your heart if you have unbelief and worrying. You're going to be walking in the flesh and not in the spirit. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Who are the people who are led by God? They that are led by the Lord, they are the sons of God or the children of God. Who are they? Those who say, Lord, moment by moment you lead me and they trust him moment by moment. To those people, God guarantees to be their leader. He says, I will direct your path. There won't be any misstep in the lives of those people. God will lead them straight to the green pastures. God will lead them straight to the still waters. There's a promise God is giving to us. When you ditch unbelief, when you put away worrying, you need to do that. When you put away carnal manifestation, but trust God and live like a child of God, God says, I will lead you. I will show you my glory. I will do great and mighty things in your life. Do not be wise in your own eyes. As we heard many times in the prophecy today. 
people claimed to be wise and became foolish. Being wise in our own eyes is not depending on God and so I'm doing my own thing. That means every move of mine is out of unbelief, fear-driven. Lack of trust and faith in God will lead us into danger zone. God is speaking to us today. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. What will happen when you do that? It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. When you do what you should do, God says, it's going to impart physical healing, health to your flesh and strength to your bones. God's word says, God shall guide you continually. He will satisfy your soul in drought. He will make fat your bones. God will do it. God will strengthen your bones. God will strengthen your body. God will give you good health when you become a doer of God's word. Walk by faith and not by sight. When you do that which God is telling you to do, because you have faith in God, then God will show His supernatural side. He will strengthen your body. He will strengthen your soul. He will strengthen your spirit. He will give you favor and honor wherever you go. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. God speaks how he will financially bless. When you honor God in what God has given to you, then God says, I'll honor you. I'll bless you in the area. See, God is speaking to us about every area of our lives where we become faithful to God. We say, Lord, I'll become a doer of your word. And God says, watch, I'll do for you. You become a doer of my word. I'll bless you physically, spiritually, materially. I will lead you into fruitfulness and into an overflow. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. I'm going to read a couple of more verses as the Holy Spirit wants me to. And then we're going to pray. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects. Just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom. And the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver, and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. 
I'm going to stop right here as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. You can read the rest of this chapter on your own. Whatever the entire chapter says is all found in the beginning, few verses. You want to live long? You want to prosper in your body and in your finances? You want to have honor and favor? Honor the Lord with everything. Honor the Lord with your words. Honor the Lord with your time. Honor the Lord with your body. Honor the Lord with your finances. Honor the Lord with your actions. Honor the Lord by obeying God's word. Be a doer of his word. Let truth and mercy be upon you. In your heart, buried inside, and let that truth that you've written inside that the Spirit of God writes flow out of you. Make sure it's visible to everybody. Put it on your neck. Let it be there. Whoever comes in contact with you, let them experience mercy and truth. God says, I'll bless you. More than you can ask or imagine. I'll bless you to the overflowing. I'll bless you beyond your wildest dream. I'll bless you like a blessed Abraham. I'll bless you like a blessed Joseph. I'll bless you like a blessed Daniel. I'll bless you like a blessed David. I'll bless you like a blessed Esther. I'll bless you like a blessed Mordecai. I'll bless you. You shall be blessed in your going out. And you shall be blessed in your coming in. When? When you remember to do God's word. When you remember to keep God's word. When you make God's word your priority. You delight in him. God says he will delight to do good to you. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Your mercies that are new every morning. Thank you for this mercy that you've given to us. That you've gathered together here, Lord, in your presence at your feet. So we can hear your voice on this first day of this new month. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But he delights in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. 
the same person shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water, bringing forth his fruit in a season. His leaves will never wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Hallelujah. Reject everything that is ungodly. Have no connection with the unfruitful deeds of darkness. Don't look like the world, talk like the world, act like the world, live like the world. May you resemble Jesus Christ in everything. In your actions, in your behavior, in your mannerisms, whatever you do. May Jesus look at you and say, this is my child. He looks like me. She looks like me. Let Satan look at you and say, I hate her. I hate him. Because he or she looks like Jesus Christ. God's favor will be upon us when we give priority to the word of God, which is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this morning hour. You've been good to us. You've been so good to us. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. Lord, who are we that you're mindful of us? Who are we that you should visit us? We thank you that you love us so much, having loved us to the very end. You died for us. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for giving each one of us life and strength minds and understanding and the wills to be here, Father, giving us the will to desire to be in the presence of God, giving us the will to oppose Satan's will. Thank you, Lord. It is by your grace, by your grace, we are here. It is by your grace, by your power, by your redemptive power, hallelujah, we are in your presence. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you cover your people with your multitude of grace. Let your grace and peace be multiplied, Father. Hide them. Hide them from the eyes of the evil one. Oh, Lord, I pray. Cause them to delight in you. That they may experience the delight of the Father in heaven. Wherever they go, they may be dazzling, precious gemstones. Reflecting the glory of the Maker. Resembling the characteristics of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bring great joy to God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, to the Holy Spirit. And becoming a real agonizing pain to Satan and to all of hell. With this blessing, I bless your people with. That, may they, that they may endure hardship as a good soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. That they may have the character to resist the enemy that they may have the strength 
to refuse every offer of the evil one. That they may have the diligence that comes from the Holy Spirit to be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. With this blessing, I bless them with. I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to be where you are, dwelling daily in your presence. Lord, take me to the place where you are. Draw me near to who you are. I just want to be where you are. Dwelling daily in your presence. I don't want to worship from afar. Draw me near to where you are. I want to be where you are, dwelling in your presence, feasting at your table, delighting in your love, in your presence. That's where I always want to be. Lord, I just want to be, I just want to be with you. Hallelujah. If you know the words of this simple song, you can sing it where you are. The Lord has purged us with his word and has drawn us close to himself so that we can be prepared to inherit his blessings. And clearly we heard about mercy and truth. The word mercy in the Hebrew, in the Old Testament, is the word hesed. And that means loving kindness or love. We need to love like God loves and speak the truth like he speaks the truth. And first and foremost, to have it written on our hearts. Glory be to God. We're going to commit ourselves to the word that we heard. But let's sing it from the heart to God. You don't have to unmute, but just say, Lord, I just want to be where you are, dwelling daily in your presence. I don't want to worship from afar. Draw me near to where you are. Hallelujah. Praise God. Whoever would like to pray and Commit yourself to the Word. God is looking for a covenant. He's always a covenant-keeping God and a covenant-seeking God. He offers a covenant because He wants us to enter into the covenant. So when we pray with faith, when we have faith, and we say, Lord, this Word is for me. Thank you, Jesus, for speaking to me. On this morning, when so many people are listening to the news, they wake up to the news. Not the good news of the Gospel, but to the news of this world. And we get up with thoughts and dreams and the things that need to be done and the things that we left undone. And 
sudden things rip us. We just need to come to the Lord's presence as we are doing. And he knows how to set all the crooked paths straight. Praise God. So let's pray. Where would like to commit yourself to the Lord, to the Word. And I know God will make it real in your life if you pray with faith and you mean it. Praise God.